Welcome to the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast, where high achieving working moms come to learn how to stop over drinking, reduce overwhelm and anxiety, and show up like the players they were meant to be. I'm your host, Angela Masenek, and let's dig in. Welcome to episode 19, White Knuckling the Urge versus Allowing the Urge. Hello, hello, hello. How are you guys? What's going on? What's shaking? I am just enjoying a normal day today recording this podcast. I went for a lovely run with my friend Katie this morning, and then we had a nice coffee sitting outside at a coffee shop. And I was back home in time to start my day per usual and to coach my people and to work on some of the projects that I have going on inside my business. And I'm just loving everything. Everything's great. Katie actually introduced me to the Buddhist temple. It's a Buddhist temple that's here in my town in Chapel Hill. It's one Buddhism. And I am not somebody that is very familiar in the different types of Buddha practice, but um, I liked this temple because they have a group guided meditation, and they also have a children's program, which uh, my daughter and I have been going to the temple um, somewhat on a regular basis. Every Sunday we go, and it's like a 90-minute program. And what I love about it is that it's all about our thoughts and mindfulness and tuning into your body and emotions and, you know, you are in control of your thoughts at all times and you don't have to believe them. You can observe them. You don't have to attach to them. And it's a lot, it's very similar to what I teach and talk about is in in terms of mindfulness and thought work and emotions. And so I'm really digging it and I um, love learning about it and I love the people there. It's a very diverse group of people from all ages and all religious backgrounds and everybody is welcome, which I love that aspect too. But what I love about it even more is that my daughter, Ayla, is super into it. They have um, meditation and mindfulness practice at her school And so she was introduced to it there. And then, of course, you know, I always tell her that it's your thoughts that are creating what you're feeling right now. It's not anybody's responsibility for your feelings except your own. So, you know, we talk about this kind of stuff all the time. And um, she loves going to the temple and practicing the meditation and connecting and quieting her mind because she definitely is somebody that has a lot of anxious thoughts and it helps her. Um, quiet that mind down and have a more relaxing, um, purposeful presence while she's there. So I love that she loves it so much, which is probably why I love it so much. (laughs) But anyway, Katie um, introduced me to that. And so I'm thankful for her. And we love geeking out together on um, our thoughts and our brains and how it manifests the results in our life. So it's always a good time. But today's topic is all about white knuckling the urge to drink versus allowing the urge to drink. And I talk about this a lot with you all and, you know, on my Facebook lives and my emails and with my clients. What is the difference between white knuckling the urge to drink versus allowing? And if you guys can figure this out, if you can practice this and be willing to experiment with it and you get what it what I mean by allowing that urge to drink to be there versus resisting it, which is white knuckling, 
that is how you solve your problem with overdrinking. Because you overdrink, again, remember, because you have an overdesire for the alcohol. You've trained your brain to have an overdesire for alcohol by giving in to your urges to drink over and over again over time. So it's not like you had this overdesire the first time you drank, right? This took a while to develop, and it happened because you're giving in to your whims and desires in the moment based on like your primitive thoughts and desires, right? So if you are stressed or overwhelmed and then you drink and you do that repeatedly, if you drink repeatedly in response to that emotional state, then you have an over-desire for it. And it's very hard to back that up and to retrain your brain unless you know how to do that. And that's what I teach in the podcast and in my private coaching is how to unwire your brain so that you don't want it so much. And the reason why you have that over-desire is because you're giving in to those urges in the moment. So this podcast episode is going to talk to you about the subtle differences between white-knuckling and allowing. So it's really important that you pay attention to to this. If you guys can figure this out, it will set you free from over-drinking, I promise. So I'm going to ask you guys, have you ever white-knuckled through something? So think about some times where you've used white-knuckling to get through something. And I was thinking about all the white-knuckling I have done in my life (laughs) and all the diets I have been on. And being really uncomfortable in social situations when I didn't want to eat all the food, but had a very strong desire to do so. Holding my breath, telling myself I won't do it. And then I actually used to smoke cigarettes instead of eating. So I wasn't allowing my urges to eat to be there, right? I was resisting and then I would go smoke. So I would buffer (laughs) that desire, right? And then I was older in a more professional environment at work. I would white knuckle what I wanted to say. I was resisting, contributing and speaking up for I wanted with what I wanted to say or do. And that was hard sitting in meetings at a tight chest, nodding in agreement, even though I wanted to say something different. I was too scared or thought it was um, inappropriate. And then I also did a lot of white knuckling with alcohol. And I'd say I wouldn't drink during the week and was able to make it through like Monday through Thursday. But by the time Friday rolled around, I felt like I had been holding my breath all week. Can you guys relate to that? So by the time I had a glass of wine on Friday, I had such a strong desire for it, I would go through the whole bottle or more. And I've heard this described like you are holding a beach ball underwater, right? It's like imagine yourself pushing that beach ball underwater and that pressure, right? There's that resistance. And then as soon as you let go, the ball shoots up in the air. To me, that's what white knuckling feels like. You're just like pushing it down, pushing it down. White knuckling, as defined on dictionary.com, is an adjective causing fear, apprehension, or panic, or experiencing fear, terror, or apprehension. I think that's very interesting, and it sounds awesome to experience that, right? White knuckling is no bueno, and it doesn't help for long-term changes with our relationship with alcohol. White knuckling is a limited resource. It takes a lot of energy for us to white knuckle. So imagine that ball being held under the water again. That takes a lot of force and energy for us to white knuckle to get through things. Think about your day. What do you do when what do you do in that moment that you really don't want to do? For me, it's getting the kids up for school, getting them to the bus stop, or sometimes when I don't want to exercise in the moment, I white knuckle the urge to just stay at home. 
Okay, so it takes that white knuckling energy to push through to do the things that I have to do to function and to keep my family together. Right. That is white knuckling as well. I'd rather just stay at home. Like if I let my primitive brain run the show, I would just stay in bed all day. (laughs) But I white knuckle through that urge to to stay back and to stay at home and where it's safe by pushing through, getting the kids to school, all those things that I mentioned. I force myself to get my shoes on and get outside and go running. Once I'm out there, I love it and I'm so thankful that I did. But it takes some sort of white, some um, energy from white knuckling, that resistance not to do it. Does that make sense? Also, I white knuckle through some work stuff, tasks I'm not super excited about doing. It's thoughts like, I just need to get this done. And then when I'll be done with this thing till next week, I'll feel better. Or I just need to get through this. Right? Do you guys have those thoughts and you've pushed yourself through even though you don't want to? That's white knuckling the opposition, right? You're you're pushing away the urge to do something else because you have to get something else done. So all of that is white knuckling. We're resisting the pull to do something instead of things we actually have to do. And we need this resource. I'm glad we have the ability to white knuckle. Otherwise, we would never do anything. We just lay around and eat and watch Netflix all day, right? So white knuckling to change our drinking habits does not work. We use this finite energy resource throughout throughout the day for the things I just told you about. So when it comes time to use it to not drink, it's pretty much exhausted. It takes a lot of energy to white knuckle the urge to drink. You can get through a short period of time relying on white knuckling, and some people can even go a really long time, years. But it's very uncomfortable, and white knuckling doesn't address the desire you still have to drink. And we get so tired of white knuckling, and then we have thoughts like, this sucks, this is too hard, why can't I drink, I should be able to drink, right? And then we give up, and we let the beach ball go, (laughs) and it's like we haven't had any liquids after hiking across a desert. (laughs) White knuckling is resisting. It's resisting the urge to drink. It feels hard and tight and like you're holding your breath. You might feel in your chest or your throat and your heart rate might increase. And you might have this uncomfortable thoughts like, I'm not going to drink. I'm going to resist the urge. I can't drink. I won't. This sucks. Why is this so hard? I'm freaking out. I just need to get through this till tomorrow. And you kind of get caught up in that cycle, right? Human emotions drive actions. When we feel angry, happy, stressed, anxious, disappointed, we take action to make ourselves feel better, right? Or to enhance the feeling that we are experiencing. And when we feel those emotions, we experience an action urge, right? Those feelings are driving action. That's what I mean by an action urge. An action urge is you taking action from that emotional state. Like when you get home from work and you're replaying that day in your head and all the stuff you did, and then you get home and you see all the stuff you still have to do, you might start to feel anxious. And then the urge to take action from that place of anxiety happens. Often that urge to action is getting you to drink. So the urge gets you to do something from that place of anxiety. Make sense? Are you guys following along here? You know what this feels like, especially if you've been working on cutting back how much you drink and you've told yourself earlier that day that you won't drink tonight, but then you find yourself at home in the kitchen after work and you still have a million things to do and you're feeling anxious and then you start having thoughts about drinking and you want to drink and you feel that urge to drink, okay? If you haven't tried cutting back or said you won't drink during the week, you may not be too familiar what this actually feels like. 
but you are still experiencing it. It's just not at the conscious level yet. White knuckling, when you feel this, is resisting the urge. What you want to do instead of white knuckling is allow that urge to be there. Allow yourself to feel that urge that typically drives your actions. Allowing the urge is a skill you can develop over time. It takes practice. The first part of this is being conscious of what is going on and slowing down enough to acknowledging that you're actually having an urge to drink. If you find yourself going towards the wine cabinet, pause. (laughs) Take a deep breath. Tell yourself you are experiencing the urge to pour a glass of wine and you are okay. Allow that feeling to be there. Allow it to sit in your body. Allow your mind to think whatever it wants to think. You can tell yourself it's okay. I know you want the wine right now, but we are practicing allowing our urges. You can have a fit. It's okay. I'm allowing you space to do that. That is the dialogue that will go on in your head in that moment. Notice where you are feeling the urge. Is it in your chest, in your shoulders? You'll be able to describe what you are feeling. Open up to this feeling. Breathe into it. Take deep cleansing breaths and allow yourself to feel it. This is, this is a completely different experience than white knuckling. It's much more gentle. It isn't tight or restrictive at all. Allowing is actually, is actually processing that action urge feeling. And it must be processed repeatedly in order for your desire to drink to go down. So I want you guys to think about it like this. Picture yourself in your kitchen and you have one of those little comment clouds over your head like the comics have that have the words in them. In your cloud, you have the word urge. That cloud comes down and enters into your brain at the top of your head and then moves down through your throat into your abdomen and it just sits there for a few minutes. That urge sitting there can either stay, get you to move your hands to pour the glass of wine, or you can resist it, okay? If you let it sit there and allow it some space to just be, it will eventually be processed out of your body through your breathing. But if you don't allow it to be there and you find yourself resisting it, pushing that urge back up into your throat, it will never be fully processed and you will continue having the urge to drink. If you give in to the urge and drink, then you have further strengthened that neural loop that delivered the urge in the first place. So the best option, the option that will help you reduce your urges or eliminate your urges is allowing the urge. Allowing is what is required for you to extinguish the urge. Crazy, right? Remember, we overdrink because we have an overdesire for it. The overdesire was caused by you drinking from that emotional state, by you taking that action. If you're feeling stress or anxiety or joy, you're taking an action from that emotional state. If you don't want to overdrink anymore, you have to work on your desire for the alcohol and allowing your urges is what will reduce will reduce your desire. So remember, white knuckling doesn't work for changing our desire for alcohol. Allowing the urge is what we want to do so that we don't have an overdesire. And when you don't have an overdesire, you won't overdrink. I hope this helps you guys. I would recommend that you plan to allow your urges whenever you normally drink. Look ahead to your week and plan to feel. Anticipate when those moments occur and be prepared. I can help you plan and develop a strategy to reduce your desire. It's what I coach my private clients on every single day. 
If you'd like to see how this works, I offer a free 30-minute private consultation over a video call. The link to schedule that is in the podcast show notes. No obligations at all. No saying you'll never drink again. Just you and me talking, and I'll show you what I think is possible for your situation. If you'd like to schedule that call, just come on over to the show notes page and schedule it. And good luck this week, allowing your urges instead of white knuckling. Talk to you soon. Oh, hey, one more thing. If you were loving my podcast, I would love it if you could leave me a review on iTunes. So if you're listening to this show on your cell phone, you just tap on the show and you scroll down to ratings and review. Tap on the fifth star to leave me a five-star review. And then you can scroll a little bit further and you can actually drop a comment. I would love for you to do that. The more people that review me and provide comments on my show, the more people that are able to see it and the more people that can get help to stop over drinking. So please take three minutes and drop me a review. Just do it right now. And I would be ever so appreciative. I produce this content for free, giving you everything that I possibly can. And the only thing I'm asking for you is to first do it. <laughs> and second is to drop me a review It's if it's been helpful. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon. Didn't we